Welcome to the No Hangover Podcast. You can check us out on all our platforms, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Anchor, YouTube, Spotify, Now with Video, our social media platforms, Instagram, at No Hangover Podcast, and TikTok, no underscore hangover. Enjoy. Boom. We're back. We live, baby. We're here for another episode, another installment of the No Hangover Podcast. On this Mother's Day evening. Shout out to all the moms. Shout out to all the pyres. Shout out to all the pyres. <laughs> Fucking Rick Ross. Oh. Yeah, but happy Mother's Day to all the loving, caring. For all you moms and all you soon-to-be moms or future moms. The fucking spine of You are what made us whole. Yeah. Shout out to you guys. Without y'all, we wouldn't be here. Facts. Facts. Love all you. Love the love the MILFs. Love the... <laughs> as soon as he love took that deep breath, I knew something was coming. <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, what is he going to say? I had to do it. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> That's you all know, Barstool, games, Barstool love started love shouting out all the fucking porn star milfs and Did shit they? Like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had a post of like six, a panel like with six different, or Tears. six this of them. Video or photo? It was just a picture. Oh. <laughs> so I shout That's out to funny. the real moms out here. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. Uh, They're killing it right now. Barstool is, they do their thing. They really do. They found their role and they're fucking thriving in that shit. They, uh, they were on, they did the fight last night. They The they, Canelo fight? They hosted, yeah. yeah. Big Apparently he looked fucking gassed. Canelo? Yeah. It yeah. was it didn't look good. No. He, he yeah, got, I didn't watch it, but yeah, uh, all the He went the I distance, heard. but he got who was getting He got touched up a lot. Yeah, he was frustrated. Well, because when I saw it was a unanimous deci- decision and it went the distance, I'm like, well, that could have gone well. And then I started kind of looking into it a little bit more. It's like, yikes. Well. The judges had it a lot closer than what the popular, like the unofficial one on the on the pay per view and the I think Twitter is gonna go extreme no matter yeah, what, yeah. but it felt like just watching it because we only watched we. I saw on Twitter that like it was like seven rounds in, whatever, and they were yeah. like, "Canelo's losing this fight." And we were like, "Oh shit!" And we put it on real quick. And I mean, he's old. How old is he? Canelo. It's not that he's old. It's just he's. That's not necessarily his real weight. Like he's put on a lot of. He weight went to up, get up a, there. a different weight class. Oh, he didn't did lose he? a belt. Did he? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. This, he was fighting for a whole nother belt. He's not. It was. Uh, he went to one seventy light heavyweight. Or yeah, it's called light heavyweight for them. But it's yeah, one hundred seventy-five pounds. Wow! Oh, see, I didn't. Know and that. he looked it like he looked tired and yeah. not yeah, able because, to hold it. Yeah, he was just you know he put on too much weight too quick and he's not a naturally he, big guy. Yeah, no. yeah, he could fight you know at like the 170, 168, you know that range. But when he put on all this weight to try to go the distance, a twelve round fight. Yeah. And this guy is he holds the belt. He's undefeated yeah. in that weight class. Yeah, he was it's not a it's not a scrub in that weight class. It was <clears throat> it was the champion of that weight class. Yeah, it's just boxing doesn't really do a good job of promoting their fighters, so you don't really know who's good and who's not. Correct. Unless you're like a big, 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 big name. Already. Which there's only like maybe four or five big, 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 big names. Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, Canelo. I was going to say, I knew I probably know more of them than you. That's why I was just wondering how many you I mean, knew. The fucking Anthony Joshua guy. I mean, I don't really watch boxing like Charlo that. Brothers. Uh, fucking whatever fucking. Klitschko Brothers. Those brothers. Do they still fight? Yeah. They're all like, fuck if we know. Boxing <laughs> ain't my thing. It's so. not really my thing either. But UFC is my thing, and they just had a fucking uh, UFC card. 274, right? Yes, sir. I only I started watching the at the Shogun St. Prue fight. Okay. Which Shogun won that fight, did No. 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 Shogun lost. I thought he won that fight. 
What? Watching it, I thought the first two rounds at least. No, he was getting pieced up. What are you talking about? I don't know. Maybe I wasn't paying did, attention that much. That did you not fight. see him getting kicked in the freaking stomach? The but I saw fight? him getting. I saw him getting his shots in too. No, Shogun did not win that fight. Then I must have not really been paying. There attention was a split enough. decision, but I didn't even think it should have been a split decision. He was. I mean, he tried towards the end, but the first the first two rounds, he didn't really like. I mean, I don't know if he was because he Shogun got knocked out by that guy. So he, I don't know if he was just trying to feel it out, like not get knocked out again, not be too risky with it. But he did not seem like he was the aggressor in that fight. Towards the end, he started to, you know, try to let some combos fly. But yeah. at that point, I think it was a little already too late. Yeah. But it, either way, it was a split decision. The next fight was the most boring <coughs> fight of all time, right? Was yeah, that the next one? R- the Thug Rose uh, fight? That no, one, yeah. so it was, it was Michael. That was the co-main. Was the the Michael Chandler okay, Let's fight. go in order. Yeah. So after that, then the... I mean, did you guys watch the? You guys watched the whole card, right? We watched the. I watched the whole pay per view card. I didn't watch pre fight. Yeah, I didn't watch the prelims. I got to. I went to watch the Rays. I got there at like nine fifty. Actually, I watched one pre fight, uh, prelim fight, but I can't even tell you those guys' names honestly. I got there exhausted. It was Australian dude was the last one because it was ending as the pay per view started. Yeah. And then the first fight on the main card was. Uh. It was, just to make sure. Fuck. It was uh, Brown versus Chaos Williams. Don't stress yourself. I'm pretty sure that was the first card on the main card. I think you're right. I think first, you're right. First fight on the main card. Yep. Yeah. Brown versus Chaos. Uh, Who won? Brown. Yeah, Brown won. But, I mean, he's, he's fucking. Long. Yeah, he's fucking 100. He's 6'3", and he's fighting at 170. Uh, like he's yeah. just so he's tall. He's kind of tall. tall. He's all legs. Like they were making note of that on <laughs> the all bro, all legs, all small arms. torso. <laughs> hey, yeah, like he. It was funny because Chaos was actually doing some work because Chaos is a good. Fight. I think he's only lost one fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were they were going back and forth he, a little he, bit. He probably won but, the first two rounds. But Brown freaking kicked him straight in his face, like legit, like basically like a Tony Ferguson up, like how yes. he got knocked out, Shit. almost the same thing. Except Chaos survived it. Oh, like it literally just, and then a couple times, uh, Brown was just literally putting his foot like on his chest, like he was just telling him, like, "Yeah, I can reach you wherever." <laughs> Chaos couldn't reach him. It he, was like more of a Brazilian kickboxing. Yeah, he was. Match. He uh, Chaos Williams, I think, is only like six foot, um, and so, so the reach was like yeah. a giant. He had, yeah, it was he a had big reach deficit. A discrepancy in reach. Yeah, but that was yeah. the first fight. Then the Shogun, and then. Uh, Michael Chandler versus Tony Ferguson. That shit was fucking insane. Which, I mean, I, I called it. I didn't know in that fashion. I did not know it in that fashion. <laughs> Boom! And actually, after the first round, like, you were watching it. Yeah. Tony had pieced him up a little bit. Yeah. Like, it, it looked, was close. It looked like, I mean, before, he was before Michael, yeah, before Michael took him down, though, Tony was winning that. Like, on the, on the just straight stand-up, Tony had. But you can't discount that he was like, he had gotten hurt pretty bad. Who, Michael Chandler or Tony? That Michael Chandler had gotten hurt. Yeah, bad. Michael Chandler had gotten hurt. That's what I'm saying. I mean, his that's, face was Oh, that's what you're saying. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm saying. He was getting pieced up. That's why he went for the takedown. He had to shoot for that takedown because he was getting tagged. Yeah. Like, he had already gotten rocked, dropped a little bit. He was stumbling. And then... They both were going at... Did you, did you watch it? Yeah, yeah. They were both going at it at the first bell. Like... Oh, yeah. That was, that's how they both fight. It was awesome. Yeah. That was, that was Michael good. Chandler, that's what fucks him up, is that he fucking only knows one speed, one way, and that's what... I mean, his last two fights, three fights have got him dropped. 
But well, I mean, him it makes it, for entertaining fights. Him versus but Justin Gaethje, I mean, that was a straight. It was entertaining, war. but he leaves himself open. Oh yeah, he was literally like, "Come on, get." Yeah. He was like, "Oh shit!" But that's <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can't do the like, "I'm ready," and then get boom, get directly punched in the face, and he's like, "Oh shit!" But I mean, that was just a straight out brawl. The like they had said, you know, first one to shoot for a takedown's a bitch. Like before that fight, and they're both really good wrestlers, but they just wanted it all stand up, all they're fucking, fucking brawlers. Yeah, they're brawlers. But and um, a fucking up kick to the fucking face. Yeah, that's that the first very, time. That was very Anderson. Anderson. It was. Best. That might have been the best front. I mean, it's, it's up one there. of the best knockouts it, in UFC history. It is, but it's up there with the, one of the greatest front kicks in UFC. Like, maybe the greatest front kick in UFC. Over history. Anderson Silva. I think Anderson over, Silva because he put his whole foot in Beater Belfort's face. Like he hit him on the chin. Michael Chandler did, but Anderson Silva put his whole foot. In I mean, that I don't know. That face. felt pretty forced. That one kind of reminded me of the. Um, he said, San, it. Boom. Uh, who was it? Sanhagen versus Frankie Edgar? No, that was the flying knee. Uh, who just fought Frankie Edgar, who knocked him out that same way? It wasn't too long ago. I, know who, I, know what you're um, I don't know exactly who it was, but that's up there with that one, for instance. But I thought that it was just vicious. It was just so much force was behind that kick. And it really came out of nowhere. Plus, too. plus, I think it's just crazier because that is the literally the first time Tony Ferguson has ever been knocked out. In the UFC. Yeah. So it's like, the that's literally his and name, I mean, El Kakui, the boogeyman. That like, shit was scary watching him lay on the ground there for a while, too, because they couldn't And wait. fucking Michael Chandler decided, I'm going to do five backflips now. Like, that was cool. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, literally. another one? All right. And he just kept on flipping. It's like, yeah. okay. Like. It's like that meme <laughs> where it's like, do, 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 do. And he like, if he's stuck in the, in the flip. Yeah, he's like stuck in a loop. <laughs> Yeah, that shit was kind of random. He just kept on flipping, didn't want to stop. He was he was hyped up, and then he called out fucking. Yeah, he called out everyone. I mean, he was really like, did. he was like, let me get a rematch on Justin. You get a rematch. let me get a, re- a rematch on Charles, or he was yeah, like, but the one that or caught, Connor, yeah, that's of course, one... because he said he'll go up and wait. He was like, yeah, Connor, you don't want to make one fifty five anymore? Let's do it at one seventy. I want you at your biggest. And he's already fucking Michael Chandler. Like for his side, he's pretty fucking yoked. He is yoked. He walks around naturally. After after like weight cuts and stuff, he's naturally like 180, 190 pounds. Yeah. So he cut they cut a lot of weight for making one fifty five. That's insane. That would be I mean it would be the, an entertaining professional fight. athletes. I no, mean, I, but even so, like a thirty five pound cut is insane. Yeah, and this is what they they do. You know, they're just training. they don't all do that. They Most of them are between all, ten and fifteen. They don't all do that, but some the fighters super, do the that. The super elite athletes can do it, and like for Michael Chandler, Khabib, he might, he's not that. Michael Chandler isn't the most. He's not the best fighter, but he athletically he is like a freak athlete. Yeah, I mean, the, you can tell. Kind of, yeah, I mean, you could tell when he was just I mean, flipping for no he was, reason. For instance, <laughs> yeah, that and I mean, just in before he even got to the UFC, he was always like an entertaining fighter. He a was Bellator. he was a Bellator champion. He was a lightweight champion in Bellator. He came over because he wanted you know harder competition, and he's gotten it so far. I mean, they said he has Dana White privilege. That's what Tony <laughs> says. I mean, he, he claims that he's uh, Dana White's favorite fighter. Everyone knows Dana White's favorite fighter is, though. Well, because yeah. Dana White likes money. But I like money. As far as fighters go, like, I could I could see the bias. Like, how somebody, another fighter, especially a guy who's like Tony Ferguson, who's like a worker, like. Also, yeah, he put, he's my, like, bro, like, this guy just came into the league and you just gave him a title. Plus, yes, he was like, impressive in his first fight, but. I feel like there's also some, like, ESPN stuff, too, because he does a lot of, like, the. 
the UFC live shows and shit like that. Chandler does? Yeah. He does more and I feel like, and Yeah, stuff. so I feel like that. It's not even a, to be like. It's kind of a segue for him into that since ESPN and UFC have that big deal. Yeah, not even to be ignorant, but like it's much easier to sell a guy who's an English speaking. Yeah guy on television really? like it just is I mean, like, tony ferguson is an english-speaking guy. no but i'm saying like michael chandler like they want to make him he's a, a well-spoken guy yeah they want to well, make him well a face. Spoken. He just, like he could he could be wild correct. and give you all the extra shit but like he has the the, the camera face he's well-spoken and could give you like even his post-conference interviews he's given out like full like well thought out fucking statements they want guys like who are good on the mic yeah like, it's not wwe so it doesn't take the most precedent like you still yeah. have to be able to fight but like there's a reason like Chael Sonnen kept getting the yeah. attention he got, even yeah. though he's not a good fighter. I mean, he was a good fighter. He was good he at one time. point. He just he, wasn't, you know, he, he wasn't, wasn't where his mouth where, was. Correct, where his peak, where he thought he would be, and where he was, two different things. Yeah, his mouth got him into a lot. Like those Anderson Silva fights, the, even although the first one was pretty good, like he, that, he I mean, he talked himself into those. Yeah, of course. Just like when he went, he fought John Jones too. Yeah. That's why DC did is, not work for him. Is great. DC because he, he's that good of a fighter and he's a great talker. Correct. Really. DC, pretty much. I mean, the only blemishes on his whole career are John Jones. the two two of the greatest champions, a light heavyweight Stipe. champion and Stipe. Stipe. John Jones and Stipe. The only, I mean, he the beat only Stipe. Loss. At least he got a W on Stipe. Yeah, yeah. they had a, an, yeah. an epic trilogy. Yeah. Correct. He didn't get shit on John. No. Jones. <laughs> and John, John Jones will forever be his Achilles heel, but. At the same time, I'm sure you know. At this point in his career, he doesn't give yeah, a shit. Yeah, he don't give a damn. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's like yeah. whatever. He's moved on. Plus, John. I mean, that was cool. there's always going to be blemishes on John Jones' career because of all like the partying. But nobody has that and everything over else. John. Nobody. His talent. Nobody, no one person. Yeah, no his one talent man supersedes has, that. He correct. has that kind of mystique. Of, yeah, that kind of adds to him. <laughs> yeah, it adds to his legacy. Like it his, pref, his press. Like imagine if he wasn't hurting himself. His I mean, press kinda, conferences are fucking. It's kind of like a Mike Tyson type shit that you could. He's like. Going out and partying and a crazy guy, but then when he comes into the fucking ring into the octagon, you see the stuff, animal. Yeah, like you see, like he is fucking he all his demons that say. he's fighting. He's letting them out on you in that moment. Mike Tyson has that more than John Jones because yeah. John doesn't fight angry. That no. that's John's whole thing. Yeah. Is that he's John, very he is very reserved and he know he'll pick you apart. Mike Tyson is What's a the, savage. He like that tiger that like yeah. that he had in his yard. That is him. Like yeah. he, is he is running a through a fucker's face. Savage. And like you don't fuck with Mike Tyson. You ever John seen Jones, that, have like, you ever seen that first fight when he animal. comes out of prison? Mike, yeah, when he's stu- I love, like I love, super yoked. I love when Joe Rogan talks about he's it. He's walking out of the ring and sta- as soon as he gets through the curtains, he is staring oh, yeah, daggers into yeah. his opponent. And then like they meet in the ring, and he's like, as soon as I saw him, put- I'm not gonna do the voice. But as he's like, <laughs> Bro, do the fuck, do, do it. it. <laughs> no, I gotta do it. At least do part of it. I'm a twin of tiger. <laughs> I'll chew your faith off. <laughs> That shit is fucking legit. That is a fucking good impression. But uh, he was like staring daggers, and he was like, as soon as I saw him drop his eyes, he's like, I had him. He's yeah. like thirty seconds in the ring. He's like ten seconds in, I dropped him. You know, fifteen more seconds, got him again. He goes on the third one. I like knew it was like lights out, game over. Boom. That's yeah. wild. But no, like that was a crazy thing you say because yeah, the, his first fight, he did not. He didn't look away once. No, he. You see it the he, whole. Documentary he literally was looking. His eyes. He was literally looking for him. He was like, if he even moved, Mike Tyson did not blink the entire fucking time he walked out. He was just d- dead set, locked in his eyes, basically trying to tell him like, I'm going to kill you. And that's why people like Tyson is so scary because when he's motivated and when he's locked in like that. Yeah, he was. He was Un- probably he was the scariest. I feel like he was the scariest fighter ever. 
Because it's not like Muhammad Ali, where it's like, you know, he's yeah. so technically yeah, he, sound. And, and the showmanship with Muhammad Ali, too. It, it left, There's it, no showmanship with yeah. Mike. He believes yeah. that. Like yeah. He was a killer. He straight up told people, like, I'm coming to kill you. And I'm Mike Tyson's done a lot soul. of bad things in his life, and but he seems yeah. like he's on a better path now. Oh, yeah. He, he fought his demons. That's but that's what adds to Mike Tyson's legacy. The fact yeah. that we still have, like, Mike yeah. around. And that's kind of like John Jones. It kind of, yeah. his, his demons, the shit that he's been doing out of the octagon kind of, Feeds into his persona and to yeah. the, I mean, the John Jones mystique. One of my favorite press conferences with him in DC. <clears throat> I whipped your ass after a night of fucking cocaine and strippers. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, he's like, and DC is like a fighter's fighter, like a yeah. trainer, wrestler yeah. in the gym. He's 20, a coach. He's he, a, he feels like a very like Kobe like player. Yeah. Twenty four seven. I'm going to grind. Yeah. John Jones is like show up James and Harden. Kick your ass, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, mean, I just have fun. Yeah, pretty much. Before we get back to the card, they're 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 saying that Stipe and John Jones are pretty. It's pretty much a done deal. Yeah, it's it's a lock, but it's just the time. So yeah. originally they were trying to set it for July, but Stipe, I guess, had been he he's not you know because Stipe has a real job. He's a firefighter. Firefighter yeah. in Cleveland. Um, yeah. But he, uh, I, gotta, he I don't have PTO, he, man. He, he said he, <laughs> he he was saying he wasn't really ready yet, and he was uh. So John was like, "Hey, Stipe is one of the greatest champions, uh, like or heavyweights ever seen." If he's not ready, that's fine. We could do it in September because that way he has, you know, full time to go through a full training what camp you, and everything. What do you think the purpose of this fight is? It's for the it's for the uh, heavyweight interim belt. Yeah, well, Whoever, I know, I'm saying, but like, why do you think that these two are being set up at this because, point? Because I have a working theory. Because, oh, because they're uh, well, one, because of D.C. That's a big thing. Part of it, because D.C. was a champ in both. These guys were champions in both. They're going to they have to go through DC. each other. Correct. That's one reason. Two, Dana White isn't paying Francis. Yeah, there, well, so, there's only so many fights that you could put John Jones in. That makes at sense. this point in his career, well, like, you can't yeah, just put him up against have any random correct. heavyweight and like he probably then, only has like five fights left. Well, not even that. No, it's, it's just it's his just, name is so too big. Yeah, who are you gonna put in the ring with him? That's gonna be worth his time. You can't put him based off a, his history. Do you, you think he has more than five fights left? Yeah. How probably. old is he right now? He's like in his late. 30s. Based off his recent history, do you think yeah. he's got more than five fights? I think. Again? I think so. I think he wants. He's got, to stop fighting when he wants to stop fighting. Yeah. So I think he's that good. Basically, what it is is what I think Eric was trying to say. At least he's such a big name that John wasn't going to fight anyone else unless it's for a belt at some point. Like, well, yeah, you, you don't know, move up. Like, you don't vacate a belt and go up to be like, oh, to, I'm going to fight you. Put somebody in for four years. You had yeah. to put somebody in the ring with him that has a track record and that has the accomplishments and all that. And nobody in the heavyweight division right now has that. How long? There's is a he lot suspended? of talent. Who? John Jones. A year? I don't, I don't know. He wasn't even suspended just now. This was just him not fighting anymore. When he vacated the belt. He wasn't suspended. He just gave it up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for when he was light heavyweight? Yeah. Yeah, no, he just gave that up. He vacated it because he was like, I'm going up yeah, to... He just sat for four years. Yeah. It hasn't well, been four years. It's, it's, it's been, been a money thing. It's been a who are we going to get in the ring like with him. It's, it's people... It's having to let the heavyweight division play itself out as well and all that. And, you know, it's, it is, you know, when you get to that point in any career, in any profession, when you get to that high of heights, like there's only so many people that you're, you can compete against. And it actually like, especially in an entertainment and in sports like that, there's only so many people you're going to put them in there against that is going to make sense in all aspects for money for the fighters, for the for the uh, pay-per-views, for the marketing and all that shit. And, I mean, it was either going to be put John Jones in a heavyweight fight or title fight right away or give him that tune-up fight, which I think this is what – I mean, not I think this this is what it is because, I mean, I don't know if anyone's giving Stipe a chance to actually win. 
But I okay, so that's what I was going to get to. Yeah, is I think that this is their way of giving John. Yeah, for sure. A warm up fight for sure. It yeah. is in a sense, but it's, but it's so insane that we view that way. Like Stipe was the champ. Like yeah, but not his, long ago. But his last fight against Francis. No one was, was bad. Yeah, but and, and I don't even think going into that fight, many people were giving him a chance either. Like we knew that he, this is the end of Stipe's run, right? So it's like you know. But it's before just kind of, that, like I know it's an old DC and it's DC's last fight, but he did beat him. He did. Like, yeah, he did hold the belt, like retain it. He has the most title defenses. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's the greatest heavyweight of all time. So it's crazy that we're just like it's over. It's well, like that sometimes. Because, I mean, unless he pulls out a fucking so listen, he is he is the greatest heavyweight of all time, but. He's going against the greatest light heavyweight of all time. He's going time. against the greatest UFC fighter of all time. Like, let's not. And he, I mean, I like this. And I he caught like Francis so on the best run, probably. Francis's best run, yeah. Plus, it's, you know, he beat Francis the first time convincingly, but Francis As had, a young Francis. Francis had yeah. worked on the things he had gotten beat on. And you also have When to, they went to the ground and Francis beat his ass there, too, I was like, oh, this one's. Yeah, and you have to think, it. too, in, like, in combat sports like that, like, Plus, there's. Stipe lost because he kind of started chasing Francis. Yeah. yeah. Well, because he knew he was outmatched. He, like, he knew. I have to go for the knockout. Yeah. But you have to think in, like, combat sports, like, but there's a big drop off from the top 10 and then everyone else. But then there's a big drop off from the top five or the and, top three and everyone, and everyone else. There's usually really, like, two or three legit contenders at any time. Now you'll have some at like in the lightweight division that, where, that where there's eight deep, right? Yeah. Now. Correct. And, but well, that's, but that's, that's, that's the, the outlier. Yeah. That's the outlier. More times not like that every year. Yeah. That's more times than not, division. you'll have two, maybe three legit contenders. So it's all about, that's where the timing and the, and the getting people, getting fighters to fight fights that that's going to make, make sense. For and them. John is the outlier of outliers. Because he's going up a weight class. Yeah. yeah, he's leaving a pretty decent weight division and going. I've done. I've done all I can do with that. Yeah, yeah. I Let mean, me go. Correct. Which he has. I mean, what do you do? He has what eleven, twelve title defenses. He started 11. lapping people. Yeah. I mean, he fought Gusterson twice. He yeah. fought uh, DC twice. He fought Thiago Santos. He fought who else? I mean, he was Dominic Reyes, which that was a close fight, but he that really, was probably his closest. Yeah. fight. Yeah. But then uh, he gave it up. At least. like he, you could tell he wasn't motivated in that fight. He's just playing defense. Yeah, but we'll see. Anyways, back to the fucking card. That Thug Rose fight was fucking boring. And I'm, next, I'm not surprised that she lost. And she started bitching afterwards. Like yeah. I'm not. I'm trying to protect. I like defense, and I don't want to get my face fucked up. Like fuck that. It's like, well, you, well, she was, you fight for yeah, a living. So I like, feel. I feel her. The, the, that excuse is bullshit. But I feel her if she had come out and said like, "Bro, you let these other people retain the belt." Doing yeah. nothing, yeah. like yeah. they just get to play defense and hold their belt. How come in my second title defense I can't just chill out and kind of? Yeah, she, yeah. I mean, I understood what she was saying. Like, but, she, the, but the UFC's answer is she's you never got, get to chill out. Yeah, she's got. Yeah. She has. You're the, the champ. Go get it. If 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 she doesn't come out and say like her coming out and saying that is what's kind of like uh, like it's kind of known. It's okay to feel that exactly. Way. But when you come out and say it, it's just a bad look. It's like uh, you kind of sound like a baby right now. Like you understand what sport you're in. Like what you're doing. Like. That's part of the job. Like that's part of what you signed up for. Is, yeah. You know, you, you're gonna get hit in the fucking face. Well, basically, what she was saying is because she has the most, like in the strawweight division, she is the you know she probably is the strawweight goat. Like mm-hmm. she's you know beaten. She's held the belt twice. She's beaten majority of every strawweight that's you know been there. Mm-hmm. She's lost twice to this girl Carla now though. But she's the last person. She to had beat a her fucking the most strong one. fucking head. She looked like Easter Island head. Yeah. But besides that point, she was saying like she's 
she's the most entertaining. You know, usually when you see Thug Rose, she's putting on bangers. You know, yeah. she's beating girls' asses. So she wanted one fight where she sticks to a game plan, plays the defense, you know, does little shit, but it was the most boring fight yeah. ever. She wasn't. The thing is, is that you, she didn't collect points. Usually, it's not like she went out there and was just like, let me get my. It's not the Floyd Mayweather yeah, approach. Like, people hate on Floyd. But he gets his points, and, and then he, he dictates relaxes. the pace. She wasn't. Like, it's really, over. She wasn't really dictating the pace either. Like no. she was just letting everything come to her. And at some point, like you, even if you're not like throwing fucking haymakers Counter, or shit like something. that, you have to start fucking counterattacking, like dictating pace and like being the aggressor. And she wasn't the whole Never. fight. The commentary though was fucking hysterical. They were roasting the fuck. They, out they of were, that but fight. not even just them. I mean, Joe it. Rogan came out at the interviews like when you guys were doing nothing. <laughs> During the fight, they were like, this is the most boring fight of all time. I like when they called into the outside ref or like the outside guy they usually talk to. Yeah, yeah they're and like, they're what like, would you tell him? How would, how would you score this? And he was like, he was like, uh, after the first round, I'm pretty sure the biggest loser is us and the crowd. <laughs> that shit had me dying. Rogan was like, all right, she went for a takedown attempt. Is that enough to win the round? Yeah, like it was it was a terrible oh, fight. Oh, shit, yeah, and like bad. That was really bad. They were roasting the fuck out yeah. of those girls. And I'm usually like... And the crowd was booing the whole time. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I was no, watching it at Duffy's, so you can... And they, it's like, more crowd than commentary yeah, when you're at a bar like that. Yeah, so I couldn't really hear the commentary that much, but you could hear, like, there are certain points where the, you know, the restaurant would die down a little bit, and you could hear the booing and shit. It's like, yikes. Because like, I mean, it was such a boring yeah, fight. Yeah, that shit like, was not entertaining at all. Not entertaining at all. Let's go, let's go back to, before we move on to the main event, let's go back to the Michael Chandler and Tony situation. So, I personally think this is now Tony's fourth straight loss. It's over. Retire. Granted, it is the, you know, four people in the top five. You know, everyone who's beaten him is ahead of him right now in the... Because he was ranked seventh. Going Tony, in. Tony's ranked seventh yeah, going seven in. Seven versus five. Uh, yeah. Michael Chandler's five, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Everyone is ahead of him. But he's now lost to four, four in a row. And, I mean, this was the first time he got knocked out. But even the last couple fights, he, he just doesn't look like up, he's yeah. in it anymore. It's over. Retire. Yeah, the, the sport has has passed him, and that's it's fine. okay. Yeah, it's he's thirty eight. You know, like I feel yeah. like it's time, man. This Get is, out of you there. Can let it go. Jordan made a good point when we were watching it. He was like, uh, "I'm. It's almost better that he went out like in a knockout, so he's not taking more damage yeah. like throughout the entire yeah. fight." Well, yeah, rather than the fucking Justin fight, the Justin well, Gaethje fight, that was like it looked like he had brain damage, and he was still. That's what he's known for. He's, he's like a zombie. He fucking refuses to go down, but that's he's like, be sad, it's though, so fucked that's, up. That's what I'm saying. I hope this those is are it. the type of those are the type of you know whether it's in any sport like those are the type of people that have a hard time adjusting to life uh, afterwards. Yeah, like that's all they know. That's all they do. Like, I mean, Tony comes out and says it all the time. Though oh, I'm an athlete, I wanna oh, let me go fucking box. Let me go wrestle. Let me go play. I mean, baseball. I get that's where his heart is at, but like. Correct. The performance ain't there, bud. He's the 38 years old. Did you hear Dirk's comments recently? Uh-uh. He, a couple of days ago, he came out. He goes, I kind of regret playing those last two years. He was like, because I can't play with my children right now. Like, my knees can't do it. I can't go out there and run with them. Damn. He's like, I wonder if those last two if I, if yeah. things would have been different if I had just taken those last two years off. Now he's it's like, I mean, he's and he's only playing, like, not only playing basketball. Like, obviously, it's a very yeah. tough physical he's, sport. I mean, he's seven feet tall, too. So, that's a different type yeah, of impact 40, on your body. So. Yeah. Played for 20 fucking seasons. I think the point is still the same, though. Like, when you stay a little bit too long, you take yeah. a little bit too much unnecessary damage It takes away from the after. Remember Derrick Rose came out and said that when he... Remember when he left the Knicks yeah. like, during a game? Yeah. He was just like, I, I can't do this. Took the, almost... What was it? Almost a year? He, took, he had a mental, like, just well, It was sabbatical. like a month and Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't and know how long it was. It was like a month, like a couple but it months. felt it was like felt like it was a big deal at the time because everyone's like, it was a big deal. Well, no, nobody had ever done that. Yeah, well, and also the away. type of player that he, he walked was too. Away. I mean, he was an MVP, and the youngest just, MVP, and just, just dipped like his descent. Yeah, was and he came back and he was like, you know, he gave that interview and he's like, I, I want to like be able to be there with my kids. I want to be able to like walk at their graduation. Like, I don't want to be in a wheelchair. Like, yeah. he's like, I feel like I come back from rehab and I get injured. Like, yeah, at what point is enough enough? Yeah, he almost hung him up, but. And Dero's still in the league. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's back to not not ever back. He'll, that, yeah, he'll there's no there's no again, MVP Derrick Rose ever. But he became he, a he's a good player. role player. Yeah, yeah, he's a good role player now. He he kind of had to humble himself and you know take a step well, back. That's at, the like thing. I mean, for that year, and now he understands what his he was always humble. Are. Yeah, like, he was humble even when he like. Even but, when uh, he, but if you're a, an MVP, like, and you have to adjust your game, yes, yeah, take you have to take that realization and look yourself in the mirror and be like, look, I'm he not. He came that. back to I Chicago and it was Jimmy's team. Yeah, I can't do this anymore. That was like, tough. But, for so, him. Matt, even not if you are a naturally humble person, like, it's it's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, I don't mean tough as in like tough like mentally. I think he was fine with it's Jimmy's team now. I'm just like his role in the game. Like he gets the ball now, yeah. and it's like. I've always just been the go-to yeah, scorer and guy. Now he has to adjust. Now I'm shit. just a pure point guard. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, he might have liked it because I, you know that. Now shit was, he likes it. You no, know I'm saying <laughs> even the, then, you the know that shit was, you know no, that shit was mentally the, tough for him coming off of such that in like. The thing is, is that it doesn't like he got screwed by. Regar- the way. Yeah, regardless of how a terrible system humble too. you yes. are, it's still going to be a transition period when you're coming from that height of heights and then you have to adjust your game to be a role player. You've, and you've he seen ha- the clip of when he gets traded. Yeah, like and he and he's he's getting interviewed and he like has a yeah he gets he's yeah. fucking crying about yeah. it. It's like it, you know, he to, never thought that would happen. Yeah, to, to swallow him. that pill, especially there, the, that was his home down. Yeah, <laughs> to swallow that pill is hard. No, regardless of how mature you are, of how humble you are, like it's a hard pill to swallow. But and that's the, that's, 50. that's a testament to his you know to his character that he was able to in a short period of time come back, turn it around, and be like, all right, this is what my role is. Yeah. I love basketball. I'm gonna do this because I love this game and. He wanted to be a part of it. There's other players like uh, Westbrook that. Well, we'll see. It's only year one of this transition. All right, Carmelo Anthony. It took Carmelo him, took a couple he, years. It took him a little bit longer, but then he swallowed. You know, he's like, all right. Well, if I want to continue to play, then this is what I got to do. Russ, I don't. I have little faith in him, but I get you're right. We'll see. We'll give him the benefit <sighs> of the doubt. Ouch. All right, B. No case to a naked iPhone. You're bold. Okay. You're bold. Oh, we got a little sidetrack. We're good. <laughs> All right, but back to what I was saying. So, as the room, you you think he retires? I hope, I pers- I hope he I retires. I personally don't think he – Well, that's the, the thing. UFC is going to make him retire. It, it depends, yeah. <laughs> I, I hope Dana – I don't know. I, I wish Dana would do that. I mean, they don't – Well, that's the thing. I don't Donald know how many is still fighting. And I don't know He should have retired like fucking five fights ago. <laughs> like – Five. <laughs> no, nah, the Connor one. It was I'm being, over. I'm being generous. You, you saw what he uh, said in that interview. He came out and interviewed. Like, yeah, saying he said that, that he didn't want. He was. He was like, I knew before I went out to fight Connor, I did not want to be there. Yeah, I did see that. Then don't go. He was out like, there. he was like, in in a fighter's head, there's a switch, and when that switch goes off, and you know you don't want to be there, he was like, he probably could have got me out even faster. Like, he just didn't basically want to be there. And plus, he's he With, acts like a little bitch. And what does that so. tell you about Connor? If that's Connor's most impressive thing in the last six years, <laughs> I've been saying this. Like Connor is, he's too fucking. I don't think it's o- like I don't know if it's up. over over for Connor, but he doesn't. No, he doesn't have that fucking. The reason that he fought was for the money and the fame and to get his get him. It was the dog. He was the dog in the fucking. But now he's lost that dog, and that's yeah. fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But can he get it back? No. Unless Once starts, it's gone, it's gone. Uh, unless he starts losing something no. drastic, he has to start losing money and like 
people attacking his character and like really yeah but like to an extent it It doesn't lose money though it feeds into the attack of character kind of feeds into the the notorious you know persona he's the bad guy yeah so it kind of that doesn't really but i have to like real damning stuff that he's got to go back into the (laughs) trenches then you can find it but it doesn't look like I mean, he went to jail well, and he knocked out an old man, and nobody gave him. But and the, and again, yeah. the role that he plays, his persona, like it's gonna be hard for him to feel like he is back. And as long as the money's coming in, he could, See, you know, all the bad negative shit as far as going to jail and stuff that just feeds into what his persona. And is. he's also delusional. It's what part, it's what part of what makes all these athletes great is the delusion that they delusion. Have. Yeah, you have to you he have to have that, that confidence. It, like he when you he snapped to. his leg, he was like, I was winning that fight, and it's like. No, you weren't, but okay. It wasn't as I don't I see <laughs> I MMA mean, guys. It wasn't, trying to tell you it, wasn't else. The, it wasn't like that crazy lopsided though. I don't think he was winning that, but it could have you know, that's a first round first round fight. Like Okay, but let's be real. You can usually tell I more times right more times than not, you can usually tell when he broke it, it was, but like wow. in that first round it was it wasn't like he was getting fucking Yeah, because we were together last year. But you could usually tell within the first round or so you know who's in control of the fight and who's going to win the fight more times than not barring like someone does some crazy ass knockout or shit debatable though more times than not you can cut but the debate the debatable ones is when someone comes and just lands a crazy fucking punch or kick out of nowhere and knocks the guy out for instance but sometimes guys in the first round are just feeling out i'll give you an example and you can i don't know if you'll agree with it but the michael chandler versus charles Oliveira fight michael chandler won the first round he had put Charles down. He had got Charles hurt. Yes. He won that first round. The second round starts. Charles puts him away within the first. Charles Oliveira, though. Let's get to that because he you has go like, to the main card. Yeah, he has uh, a fucking he has a formula because the last few times it's that he is like gone. So hurt that goes against fr- what you were just saying. He yeah, loses but, the first. Yeah, round. but Charles Oliveira, that's an outlier to me. I tell if you watch, I told if you, you all I'm this. like, if you're looking like third through, quarter warriors, if you're looking through like Basically. watch the fucking <laughs> the prelims and all that, more times than not, in majority of fights, the person who is control in the first round will, and if they have a dominant control over it, will most likely go on and win the fight. If it's dominant, yes, yes. but it, it all depends though, because UFC, just like last night, I personally thought Tony won the first round too, and then what happens second round? Boom. Sleeping, so it's with. it's part of the game. You know, you never know what's and, and gonna that, happen. And that's you know, and that again, it's relative because the UFC is super unpredictable because yeah. of the fucking nature of the sport. Yeah, any any one shot, you know, people like, yeah, we credit all these people for having the fucking chins of steel, but any one shot could put somebody out. Yeah. It all depends. Nobody's on, indefensible. Correct. It, a perfect shot could put anyone out. You know, so like everyone, all your favorites have been knocked out. Literally. Except for John Jones. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, There's a couple who haven't, like, for instance, Khabib had, never, you know, never even really got hurt the like that. The greatest wrestler of all time. Yeah. Even and fucking George St. Pierre, Anderson Silva, you know, yeah, people who we George consider George St. Pierre has two losses. Yeah, they've been knocked Silva out. Silva got knocked out hard. Yeah, yeah, Silva got knocked out. But I, Silva's another one that he kind of started Did George fighting. get knocked out? Yeah, he did, against uh, Matt Serra. He got he, knocked out yeah. or he got yeah. submitted? It was a TKO. Is it, it Matt Serra? He, he got submitted, I'm pretty sure. You sure? I'm pretty sure it was like a rear naked choke. He he kind of like had stunned George. Yeah, look at And up. then uh, I think he, I know I he think. lost. And then he came back the next fight and fucking waxed him. So TKO knockout TKO. The uh, no the, the the rematch. That's how yeah. he won. Yeah, he he waxed the rematch of Matt GSP won yeah. by, by knockout. Yeah, he waxed. Yeah, pretty sure he, he was submitted the first first fight. round TKO of UC of of the first fight UFC sixty nine. Yeah, it was a TKO. TKO first round. Yeah. Shocked the UFC world. Yeah. Interesting. TKO punches. 
Because I heard because George St. Pierre might knocked. be Herb. I've seen. Yeah, I've it's seen, not necessarily a full like full blown knockout, but he's getting worked and they're like, stop the fight. Yeah. So. Be, I mean, I've just seen being... I've seen I've seen interviews of George St. Pierre talking about that. And he said he just wasn't in his like again, like he just wasn't in it. He wasn't, it's, it's mental. Like yeah. like Dennis was saying, like you have to, go you have to fucking have that. You have to be in your head like I am ready to die in here. Like, I mean, people hate on Izzy, but he Izzy's said, mindset, he literally is like, I am the best. I will die in here before someone takes that role, title from me. I and like Izzy. I, I, I love Izzy. As a fighter, I love Izzy. People think he's cocky. I'm like, bro, and that's part like, of what you, you have to do. You know how I know he's not cocky? It's when he lost. To Jan? He, he didn't make any fucking excuses yeah, up there. He he's like, he was like, he, he's like, he got I, me. I, he's like, I had a bad day. He got me. Yeah. He's like he's like people lose all the time. I lost. Yeah, because yeah, he's lost before. Like people were like, he's "Oh, like, he's puts, not undefeated." He was in like fighting. He was like, "Oh, it puts a you know you're un, you're not undefeated in MMA anymore." He was like, "I've lost in boxing. I've lost in kickboxing. I've lost in life." He was like, "You lose," and it's factual. I mean, you Some gotta you you get up, you dust yourself off, and you fucking keep going. He's like everyone has bad days in the gym. He goes, "But my bad day just happened to be right now on, in front of everybody." Yeah, yeah. like it happens. Yeah. But, I, that, I loved when Izzy said that because he was just like, no excuses. And he came back like, what, two months later, fought again? Like, fucking knocked out. Uh, Who did he knock out right after it? Was it Robert when he came back? Or but that's was how it, you can tell. No, like, was, that's uh, a, that's what, how a champion is. That's yeah. how a champion is built. Like, yeah. that he doesn't let, like, he, he refuses to let things like that beat him. Correct. And going, all right, let's get back to the main event. Get Sorry. back to Charles and this fuck. His, it's been a while since we talked about UFC. So it has. We're we're excited. <laughs> we're going all over the place. Um, so Charles, yeah, like I was telling y'all last night, he he has a system of he gets hurt. He does get tagged a little bit, but Charles, his jujitsu is unmatched. So yeah, he'll literally defense, and we he'll go to his this. back. He'll drop yeah. down and be and like, people are like, come no, on, no, I don't want come to. On. <laughs> They'll literally see him like who fuck was, that. was it just we were just talking about it? Most people see that opportunity when they're on their back and they go into fucking. That's bop, what DC bop, bop. DC said. He was like, yeah. he's like, I can't. You don't with Charles Oliveira. He's like, when you put somebody down, you hurt them. And you, you realize you on the ground. Swarm them. He goes, you try and get as many punches as you can to try and end this thing. He goes, when as soon as he goes to the back, you kind of wait for him to get back up again. And, and everyone he, has he can recover. So you have to knock him out cold. Because if, if you go to the ground with him, it's over. If you look yeah. at his fights, Dustin Poirier put him on the ground. He didn't do anything. Uh, Michael Chandler put him on the ground. Didn't dive on the ground with him. Uh, Justin put him on the ground. Didn't dive on the ground with him. Like he he has a system, bro. He yeah, has like, a system. He, he goes down. He he'll he take regroups. a fucking punch and he'll take a hit and get fucking wobbled and hurt. But then I feel like that kind of like it might give him a fucking jump start or something because then he yeah. he's able to like get a feel for it when he's on his back recovering and shit. People don't want to rush in. It gives them a chance to fucking. You know, understand what's going on, and then second round comes around, and he made quick work of Justin Gaethje. Like that shit was not even fucking close in the second round. That's why I don't it know. Wasn't even the second round. Oh fuck, you're right. It was. Three, That's why I, like, three minutes into the I first round, I don't even round. know whether to call that an ass whooping or not because like it was a fight up until that point. It was like, exciting. Yeah. It was exciting. They were Justin was getting some hits in. Like you saw Charles's eye. Yeah, he was. He, he up. did get rocked a little bit, but he was tagging Justin. He's just so fucking... He got a big old head, too. He's so clean with his shots. Like, he knows, like, it's short... Just how he knocked out Michael Chandler. Short left hand. Like, it's quick. Just fucking short left hand hook. uh, Right hand jet. Like, he's just so quick with his fucking... That shit is fucking clean. He is... I have a question. He is quickly fucking throwing himself into that GOAT conversation. I have a question. Yes, sir. Is part of the UFC just a make and miss league? Yeah. I think fighting is it's, it's 
one of the most unpredictable sports because it, it is mental. Much. And if you get like, you can have the all the talent in the world, but once you start getting punched in the face, like it's, that game plan goes out. The yeah, window. I mean, like it's a different you in know the worst when, fight ever. Like and kind of with football too, you'll see fucking seven on seven people that are shining stars. They're this, that, and that. They're all fucking all league, all world. Once you put pads on them, they different start game. getting fucking hit. Then it's like, oh god, like. No. You ain't shit, dog. Like, and I mean, Mike Tyson what's, said that. Everyone said that. It's, you know, the, you always have a game plan until you get punched in the yeah, face. Yeah, the physical sports. It's definitely like because basketball, soccer. You know, those are more finesse. You can get a, like there's obviously there's contact, but you know you can get away with being a great like one on one ISO player and it trans translating to Wins. a five off on five on five league or James Harden with soccer. Like you're a great individual Regular that, season, that helps Harden. open up and shit like that. In physical contact sports, like. You could be all finesse, this, that, whatever, but if you don't, if you can't take a hit, if you're not mentally prepared for that shit, then it doesn't matter how much talent you have. You got to be there. You have to have a certain level of toughness to play those. Sports. I just mean like, like guys that we say are like the best ever, like Habib. Mm-hmm. His game plan is always not always the same, but like he has a ba- he has a foundation. You know what he's looking yeah. for yeah. when he goes into a fight. Yeah, he's a going to maul you. Elite at it. But like there's, it feels like I personally the juxt the the switching around of like the top ten and stuff all comes down to like maybe not luck, but kind of uh, if you can just put a couple people down in a row, you yeah. can kind of look better than what you really are. Yeah, and, for sure. I personally sure. think Charles is better than Khabib. Mm. Not on look. I think here, Habib. Here. I think here. Habib's here. resume is super impressive. Yes and no. I I give it. Because it's, I mean, it's perfect. You know, it's twenty nine and zero. I understand that. All of it's but, on his terms. But the names that Khabib has beaten versus the names Charles Oliveira has beaten. But that's name power. But it's the competition. It's like yeah, but like for Charles, a guy like Justin Gaethje, that yeah, he has a big name. But me personally, I don't. I think his name is bigger than what he actually is, and I feel like his name elevates him a little bit more than what he actually is. That's fine. They both beat him, but I'm just talking about different people that. You know that Charles has won, beaten. In Who's Charles's best win? Dustin. Um, I would say Dustin Poirier is his best win. Who's Habib's best win? It'd have to be probably Dustin as well, or Pete Connor. Man, because Connor was at his yeah, peak. Yeah, he still was in that. Yeah, I was gonna say that, but I didn't. I, I didn't want to be that guy. I mean, I still. I mean, it, it's all how you look. At like the I, under, but but we look back on it. It's easy to be like, man, it was you know, Connor was in his yeah. peak. It's so great. But like going into the fight, a lot of people were like, grappler versus striker historically favors grappler. Like a lot of people were yeah. picking Habib going into that fight. I'll, I'll say this: it all depends on if when Islam and Charles fight. If Charles makes quick work of Islam, he's the greatest. Because. Islam is basically Khabib 2.0. I think they have to settle it if he makes quick work of Islam. You think Khabib comes out of retirement yeah. for that? Nah. He, <laughs> you come out he of retirement. The only that's what he said. Of, he only brother. said. The only, that's what he said. No, he said if Connor beats Islam. No, he said out. if, he said if, yeah, he said if Connor beats yeah. Islam for the belt, I'll he come said, back. He was like, all right, then I'll beat Connor's ass. But Connor's <laughs> coming back for the belt. Connor's not going to fucking do jack shit for the belt. But, he's coming back for it, but he's going to get fucking. But you work. never know, but it's a make or miss league. He, uh, he just needs one. He that's does, true. but he doesn't. That's a powerful left hand. And I'm, if I, that gets does, Habib back and a, we get Habib Connor too, a level and Connor of knocks Habib out. I don't want that. I, want, I would love that. 
Because then that just means you get a Beeb Connor, or you get a Beeb Connor three. Exactly, it'd be the greatest shit ever. But Habib Connor one. They're gonna do is, a fucking hell in the south for Habib Connor three. No one's allowed. <laughs> Habib Connor one is still the greatest like pay per view moment in, in my UFC in my history? opinion. Oh, for sure. Just the whole build up to the fight, the entrances, how live well, he that crowd flew was. Into the fucking crowd with a. This, I'm saying everything face. before the fight, like when they the way they walk in, that when Connor's notorious music hits, like. And then Habib, like how the fight ends up going, and Habib's like, like hitting him, and he's like, "Talk shit he now." He was talking. That was <laughs> Talk the, shit that's now. That's the greatest shit when he's kicking his ass and just fucking talking shit to him, and like you can hear when the ground and pound hit. Like that's like it's a different level of hurt. Like it has a different sound. And Connor his wanted ground no and pound sound has a different sound than everybody else's ground and pound. This shit was wild. Connor was wanted no when he after that bell rang and he was sitting in that corner. He wanted no piece of that. Oh fuck. I don't know, man. Charles is, he's, he's fucking, he is. He doesn't have that. He's made me a believer. That Habib factor where it's like, oh, like, he's he's getting it. He's getting it. He's getting, he's made me a believer because the way he flips. He's a great technical fighter. Yeah, but he can take a hit too. And then it seems to get him going. And then he made real fucking quick work of Justin. And Habib does that as well. Habib made quicker work. But yeah. Not of Justin. No, not of Justin, but they it went, was a different element. Sec- it was a, when did they do? Uh, it was a different it was, type it was a of second fight, round though. submission. This was and he didn't want to the snap first three minutes. Khabib, but that's a two minute difference. Charles was fucking taking the first hit round. Him. Charles was that's taking hits. At no point in the Khabib uh, Gaethje fight did you think that Justin Gaethje was going to fight? In neither fight, in neither fight did you think that they the other person had a chance? Justin Gaethje, there you thought a, he had a chance at a point when he fucking wobbled him and hurt him. Yeah. Okay. There was no point in the Khabib fight. Where Even I, more to my point, they are both technically incredible. Where they their game plan works for them, like no. their game plan looks unpenetrable right no. now. The difference is when I think Khabib will like kill somebody in there. Like he has an extra extra added layer of. They're just different. Kinds oh, he's of about that life, yeah. like for real. Well, yeah, when it comes to just straight hitting you, but Charles will literally find a way to choke you the fuck out. He is the so greatest. No. No, he They're is both the, the greatest, greatest submission artist. No, they are not. Records <laughs> show they are not. He's had Charles, more fights. It does not matter. Charles is that guy. He has fucking this 11-fight win streak. All of them, except Tony Ferguson, which is crazy. Habib's on an 18-win fight win streak. Well, this is just, you know, his most recent win streak. He has, he has losses in his career, so it's different. He's not, you know, people will always give Khabib the, you know, the nod because he's 29-0, and 0, just like. I would say John Jones is the greatest fighter of all time. Yeah, twenty. What is he? Twenty four zero and one. Something like that. Yeah, he has a no contest. Yeah. He's a disqualification. Or no, he has a loss. He has a disqualification. Yeah. It's not a loss though. It's, it's a, a no it's contest. a no contest. It was an illegal. That's knee. bullshit. <laughs> it should be a loss. I mean, it, it's not. A, it, it goes into his win loss record as a loss, but it's the it, it go like when you look into z- the as twenty you know whatever his record is zero one. Yeah, when you look into why, what no the con- loss is, it's going to be a no contest. A no contest doesn't give either person the win because he wasn't able to continue. No, he has a loss. He has an official loss. And that's a no contest. Yes, yeah, but it goes down as a loss. Yeah, that's sure. what I'm saying. That it, it's still, like, when he, you look at his win-loss record, you will see... 26-1. Yeah, but when you go into, like, the details of the loss, it will come up, well, no contest, and, it, like, so... But people still regard him as undefeated, like, right. you know. Nobody is beat. He's he beat. Beaten, he beat so. himself. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, it's going to be interesting moving on. Charles but Oliveira. Yeah, I'm just excited to see like Charles is that guy. He really isn't. But it, it was interesting to see because we we say this and everything could change when he fights Islam. 
I mean, Islam can make quick work of him. We never know. I so personally don't gonna, think Did so. you hear them basically killing the Islam Dariush fight in the post yeah. fight pay per view? Well, Joe Rogan. They, and Joe, them. they were like, that doesn't need to happen. It doesn't. Like Rogan and DC were like, just put these two together. He's like, I like Dariush. I think he's a great fighter. Same. They but don't. He doesn't yeah, need to do yeah, that. He's, and he's saying like, they they kind of don't ruin this. Like, don't make have one of them fuck it up before they get to each other. Yeah. They kind of. Uh, Basically, not shit on Darnoosh, but basically, we're like, he's not there yet. He's not, like, right. he's he's not, not that guy. Level. He's not. He's not. Like They're I like, said he's not before, that guy. there's usually only two to three contenders, and in this situation, like they've two. already made, <laughs> they've already made, they've made their points. They, but, we know who the two best are. Like, but Islam, see, the thing is with Islam to go to back to my point with Khabib, Islam has this record, you know, this fight win streak of ten. There's no real names on it where I'm like, and oh, that's fine. That's... But the way that he is just fucking kicking their ass. You're talking and... about Habib? No, no Islam. Well, Islam. Islam. Makhachev. Islam's ten fight win. But streak. you can be impressive and beat nobodies though. You it, can be impressive. Yeah, you can. It, but it's, it's like it's like for instance, like... it's like um, what's his name? Who just beat Gilbert Burns? Having a brain fart. Oh, uh, Hazma. Uh, Chimaev. Yeah, Chimaev. He, you know, the four fights he won in a row, those were nobodies. This first Gilbert Fert. Uh, Gilbert Burns fight that was a real contest for him yeah. he still won but that was his first real fight yeah. and you saw how he stood up but the thing is is that we knew he was for real off of those four nobody fights and this kind of solidified that you can you can tell when someone is just fucking going running, yeah, through, running people through people and making light work of people I mean either way at the end of the day you know how you watch early athletes. in college football early in college football seasons when Alabama plays the Citadel yeah and it's like 72 to nothing yeah and it's like they're playing nobody goes, but you got to look at the execution. Like yeah. they're so clean yeah. out there. Yeah, we know they're uh, executing at such a high level that it no. doesn't. Yeah. They would have won no matter who's in front yeah, of them. To, to your points, yes, it would have gotten tougher. I do, but I do get that. I understand that part. But I'm just saying. And, like, and also too, like you have to think this like, will be his greatest, te- Islam's in, greatest test in fighting. Ever, to in fight fighting in particular as a sport, like we name power gets put. name name power is a big thing in fighting like name brand and who's getting put in the ring together that will elevate a fighter more than anything in in fighting in my eyes is that if you can build a brand for yourself and make it seem like you are the fucking shit the one and this that whatever when your fighting skills are good but they might not be where your mouth is or where your name power is that'll elevate like Charles Oliveira has beaten a lot of names but like in the grand scheme of things, how much better are they than the guys that Islam Makhachev is running? A lot through? better. I don't know. They're I, light. They're the people that Charles has won have had UFC gold. Gaethje had an interim. So did Dustin. It's still a gold. Yeah, it's but, not. It's to their level, like you were saying. There's a big gap between. Uh, these are all unreal. Right are right. those guys better than Connor? Who? Uh, Dustin Poirier. Yes. And Justin. Yes. Than Connor at this stage in their careers. No, yes. when they when when he, they fought Charles or yeah. when they fought Khabib, yes, they were better than okay. Connor because Connor had, like you said, I mean, I love Connor. Connor's one of my favorite think, fighters I ever. I still think Connor was in his peak. I think that fight is what ended it. Who the, I would still argue that Connor was better than when Dustin lost to, or Justin lost to Charles. I don't know because it's easy to shit on Connor now, but Connor was the man at one point. I, I still like I just said Connor's that guy. I still think but you're like, Connor. But I feel like, like we're kind of taking away what Habib did to him. Like we're saying, like Charles's comp is way harder. Like Habib went into a like 
every the superpowers were pushing like <laughs> Disney, like ESPN, yeah. like <laughs> everything was behind Connor. And Habib took that train and knocked it off its tracks, and like, then fucking retired. He's like, "Fuck all this shit, I'm gone." Or retired years like, later, like that was an incredible moment. Like, it's probably, I mean, to your point, it's probably the greatest moment in UFC history still. As far as like the attention that was drawn to it and the hype around, because it it's right after like the double champ does whatever the fuck he wants, <laughs> like yeah, that's it. They that's had it. all this momentum building into this juggernaut of Khan. It really, it really did. And Habib just walks in out of a cave in Russia, <laughs> <laughs> has a fucking bare head in one yeah. hand, and fucking yeah, that shit was a that was a perfect storm of fucking just shit timing up and meeting up, and that again to the you know in fighting, a lot of it is just timing and. You know, getting fighters at their at the right time to create those moments and shit like that. So that was incredible. Needless to say, you know, clearly we love the UFC over here. All right, let's get on. I'm looking forward to the next uh, the next uh, main event. Next card. Next fight, Rose is on. Though I'm not watching. Nice. <laughs> All right, let's get on to the the next topic. Music. There's a lot of new music been dropping recently. Oh, musica. The fucking Pusha T, Jack Harlow, Future, Bad Where do we want to start? I mean, I'll start with Jack Harlow. I think he's... Are we not going to start in order? I mean, we can. Future. Push. 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 We haven't talked. He went number one, right? Push went number one. Push. It's almost dry. Incredible album. Production. They got the two best to be the two best. They deliver. Six and six. Six and six. Labyrinth got an incredible look. I mean, I know like Push is not like a huge artist, but and Labyrinth's been on the Weekends album, but like, it's cool to see Labyrinth and Ye work together yeah. production wise on a song. Yeah. I really enjoyed the album. I thought it was yeah. a good album, but the staying power of it is kind of it's, it's on my rotation. Still. Well, to the masses, to the masses. I mean, it's but not, that's not who I look yeah. for. Yeah, well, yeah, but as far as like, it's not going to stay at number one. Yeah, it did sell another thirty three thousand units though. Oh, well, there you go. I mean, it's a, it's a good album. So the like, drop off was not as crazy no. as what people thought it would. I mean, be. yeah, I like the album too, but you I know, still, when you look back on it, you know, like I said, the staying power of it is kind of. I feel like it's gonna. I don't think it's what Daytona was. I will no. say, where Daytona was only seven songs, but you just kept yeah. playing yeah, I will everywhere. Say the first night we listened to it all together <sighs> will not be matched though, because like I can listen to it by myself; it's not the same. That shit was on that, that speaker and just that yay drum. Just I don't even know if it was on a speaker. It might have just been off straight Jordan's phone. Just all of us right no, there. No, it was on Abner's speaker. Was it on the speaker? Yeah. That shit was fucking hitting though. We're all out there. Fuck it. That shit was like tribal. <laughs> Bro, that shit was hard. <laughs> that shit was. I, I, we were all in a zone. We were in like, a circle. Bro, just like, like chilling, fucking, fucking vibing. That like, shit was what? fucking tough. We all had a drink in our hand. We're all just vibing. What's that one song that he samples? Uh, What is it? John Lennon that he samples? Oh, Dreaming of the Past. Fucking. Is the John Lennon sample. But Let the Speakers is like the Just so one. you remember. Just so you remember the fucking... This shit right here. I'm going to play it right here. Yeah, that's not the John Lennon one. That shit is fucking like, there's no really like. Just so you remember. Yeah, there's no like bass drop or nothing like that. But the whole time it's just like. It feels like it's getting louder even though it's not. This is fucking. That's a fucking hell of a sample too. That's some fucking like nitty gritty fucking Wild West type fucking. the past though probably is like. That's that's probably my favorite song. Actually, let the smokers. Let the sh- uh, let the shiners let the smokers shine. Yeah, that is incredible. 
That's that's Pharrell yes. doing a yay impression. Is it really? Yeah. That shit is fucking. <laughs> let him, let him, let him. Oh, push, push has the best album right now. Oh, I'm not gonna hold that you. Shit. Push has the best that album. Shit, like oh, when that shit dropped, bro, I almost this lost hits my you in your shit. soul. Bro, I, I had it two days early. We were all out, I and I was like, bro, guys, sometimes you just gotta, we are up. Like, you just gotta fucking listen to it in the moment. Sometimes. Yeah, that and it was the right moment. It but was I, the right moment. But like, I had had this shit for two days. I'm like, guys, you don't understand how good this album. Is. I had heard a couple songs with you of it, but like, it just that I was just like. What the fuck? That shit does hit. That it shit does, hit different. I mean, and Pusha T does Push get, picks so good yeah. beats. Like, yeah, his beat selection easy, is A1. It's obviously like, bro, PR it's easy that. to pick the best beats when your producers throughout your career are the Neptunes, Yay, Yeah, but you have to fucking find the fucking you still diamonds. Be that guy, though. That's, I, I agree. fucking diamonds. I agree. But, like, people would... Because, like, the Diet Coke beat was, like, 10 years old. Nobody wanted it. It was out for everyone to have, and nobody wanted he it. He went back and fucking... He picked it up, like... On the hard drive, like let me get that one. Yep, and that's the they thing—you have to be able to find the it. gem amongst the gems. Push is so good at finding. Maybe it's just his voice or Mike Dean's mixing, but his drums—it feels like on Pusha T albums. I mean, he's got a—he's got some of the best delivery in fucking rap ever. Those drums just sound harder on Pusha T yeah. albums, like that intro on uh, Darkest, uh, the Prelude to King yeah. Push. Mm-hmm. That intro, those drums are just like. I mean that's I mean that's fucking most of it too cuz if you think about it rap is kind of corny it's about fucking delivering that shit and making it fucking He toes the line on like is he does. this cuz he does like the whole like <laughs> Everything don't need to be addressed, yeah. and he does like a sing song kind of yeah. like. I mean, that's the first time too. He's really kind of I know dipped his the, toe into that. He was like, that "Bro, Push is singing on the album because <laughs> like, he does the chorus. He does the heard. chorus on um on a uh, dreaming of the past. Mm-hmm. He, he like sings, and I was like, is that Pharrell? Like, is that Malice? Like, who is that? Push. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely. I mean, we've he's he's always been solidified, but he's showing you what he. But he's like, changed because on like, King Push the intro, or um, not King, yeah, King Push the intro on My Name Is My Name, mm-hmm. he goes, I rap about trap, I don't sing hooks, but. Yeah, you got to evolve. He's, now you he's have like, to evolve. I'm just gonna show you I could do it. I still rap though. Calm down. <laughs> but now, I think it's album of the year. We'll move on to the other albums. I, right now, it is my favorite album because Donda Two doesn't count, and it's not finished. And. Uh, fucking Kendrick Lamar is going to be dropping. And Kendrick comes too. out in two weeks. So, so this, this <laughs> whole this argument. is all mute because in five days. <laughs> None of this shit is going to fucking matter anyways. But it was, so let's you, get this conversation out the way now. Who has the second runner up of album of the year? Because as soon as Kendrick comes out, you can't talk. To, you can't talk. All right. Let's we'll get there. It. We'll get there. I will say, though, like, I mean, push your teeth. Obviously, we, we know we're, we're going to get from him every time we know. we're Coke gonna get crap. From him. But fucking Jack Harlow's album. I liked it a lot. I, I thought not. it was. I thought We're it was going pretty good. Back a little bit too, just because I don't think we ever talked about it at all. Fabio, Fabio for an album I really enjoyed. Bible. Uh, that was a, that was a good album. I, I liked, really enjoyed it. I liked you know I liked. Co- I can't really say much. I haven't really. Given On it a God, chance. the intro it doesn't have drums. It's KC and a lot of Kanye influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, through the fire, where he's like, uh, he takes like through the wire and he just mm-hmm. makes his own version. Um, Obviously, the ones with Ye are special production-wise. I you know the, just had the to ones throw Fabio with, out. the ones with Quavo like Magic hard City. Records. Magic City is my shit. Hard records, like he showed up on his album. Gotta play it now. 
Yeah, a lot of axle production. A lot of drill <laughs> music on that album. I'm just going to keep playing music. Talk over it so it doesn't get taken off YouTube. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't really... I haven't really listened to it. Right, so, so I can't really... Uh, I can't really give a full. It's some of it's a bit samey because it's just that that yeah, that five yo drill yeah. sound, but and that's kind of you know what I expect. But he does it well. He's in I'm a lane. fan of drill music, so he's in his lane. He's driving it well. Um, next up was Future. Future's album that just came out. I personally, well, I mean, my you brother, really didn't like Jack Harlow's album. I we'll get there. We'll get there. Relax. You said no, but you straight up said no. We'll get there. Relax. <laughs> Relax. Future, I haven't listened to the I whole mean, thing. Future's actually. album. Who gives a shit? What do you mean? It's gonna do it's future. This, guy. It's gonna this do, guy's a listen, real motherfucker. Listen, here. It's Hold gonna on. do fucking Time numbers. Out. It's gonna do numbers. As it should. It, it, you didn't even again, listen to it I first off, bro. Because it's gonna be the same as every other fucking future Shut album. Not the same. Shut it's up. Not the same. How much different is it though? Shut up. You, okay, uh, that, quick, it's a really that's good that's level of future. That's the only answer I fucking needed. You fucking stop to talk about. But how different are Drake albums? Yeah, well. How different is anything? But Kanye makes different albums. <laughs> yeah, he does. But future, I mean, it's just yeah, it's whatever to me. Like it's it it, it has. If its you don't role. like future, you're not gonna like. Yeah, that. it has. It its is role a future. That, yeah, so I mean, that I wait think, for you song is special though. <laughs> special. Yeah, that's no, a spe- I, like, I I'm, like. I'm not even song. joking. That's a diff. Like they tapped into something with that. Like for real. On sync when we were doing legs, I was listening to that shit. That was Swore's a bitch, so. <laughs> He's go- Drake is going through it on that record. Uh, I was going through it doing I, that. I guess we can move past the future album if Eric doesn't I, want to I mean, talk we can talk about it. It's I just because just... he hasn't listened to it. For it's my brother good. that ain't here, that future album, me and Jordan, that shit, that shit is hard. Just, I enjoyed it. I feel you like it plays its up. role and that's it. And, but like, there's that, you it does listen. play its role, but every the, music the plays thing its role. Though, if you haven't listened to it, how are you going to say that? It just doesn't, future has never really hit for me like that. So that's the thing. You're a hater. I'm not a hater. Consistently <laughs> sipping on haterade. I'm not a hater. <laughs> Fucking forever sipping. No, I just don't think he's that good. That's it. He's not that good, Back but he makes sipping. he makes good music sometimes. Yeah, yeah. to sipping, and that's and that's how I think about him. But when people try, so to this is an album that has a lot of a good goat, music. When people it. try and call him a goat, that's why I start having. Nobody that, is saying that in this conversation. What I, Eric, said, Eric listen to me. Has been said. What now. I will say is, if you like when Future makes good music, this album has a lot more good music than bad. All right, fair enough. I'm sure I'll and come it's, across it's got, it at some point. It's got point. some good features on it. Like, I mean, there's some I don't. I'm there's some really of. trash songs on there. Do not get me wrong. <laughs> like, he swings and misses a couple times, but. But it's him trying to diversify. Yeah, it's I mean, not, he, yeah, he goes for like it something. One, it's not just, you know, his normal, like you were saying, his normal future sound. Yeah, he it's not mixtape future. He doesn't give you that the whole album. He gives you some. I prefer mixtape future he, over. That's what my Some of my favorite songs are are that. But he gives you a diverse sound that he like he did try to you know he tried it's to go album. other places it's an album how many songs is it like 21 yeah, 17 or 21 sure. 17 yeah. for the normal 21 yeah. for the deluxe i think i don't even know if i could sit through 21 future songs bro they're not that long you're a fucking hater i'm not uh, a hater six, but 16 for the normal. not my favorite just 16. like you don't like tyler the creator he makes great music but you don't like for the deluxe. yeah you're you're wrong for that. you don't like you don't it's not your preference i listen to some of it though and i at least li- try and i listen to but some, i at least try bro, you can go through my phone i have future on my phone call in my me library. if you get lost is a great idea. i have future in my phone in my library you didn't like call me if you get lost yeah. uh, see, some good and, but see and that's where the issue is at least i could give future his credit 
And I have some. You thought Flower Boy was I ass, just and did. you're wrong for I that. I said there's some good songs. Tyler comes out with some good songs. Okay, but Tyler but Creator, let's, let's, let's get this. Let's <laughs> get this. Let's get this straight though. Tyler the Creator is a better artist. I don't care who you are, what you think, whatever. I don't care how objective or whatever music I'm gonna, I'm gonna is. Lift this up a little bit. Future, no. uh, Tyler the Creator is a better artist than Future. I would agree, and I think no. most people would. I know music is you know how you feel, and it's it's it goes varies from person to person. But Tyler the Creator makes quality as far as like production if we're not even putting lyrics or anything like that Tyler the Creator has that on Future if you take away the rapping from Future he doesn't really have anything else after that Sing, he has the persona singing melodic he has the persona he's got the melodies he's got singing he's got, he's got melodies it's not really fair to Future I don't know. I think he's not I, great he's not a great artist but you have to adjust your expectations. Like I don't look to future to make great, great music. I don't really either. I don't look to future for much. But what I, exactly? When so I, when I, I listened to the album, I was like, "This is pretty good." But that's the thing. Like I'm not. I'm not taking away from. It. I'm but just saying. Like you literally said, you're not even gonna listen to it because it's not. I can't. Didn't even give a future doesn't quality really, review. You're. You're hating on the people here. I'm not. You're not even doing your job <laughs> or giving the real listen to give a good review. It's the best future album in a few years. So fuck off, Eric. And I'll take that for what it is. <laughs> and I'll take that for what it is. But I don't know. Future's just, you know. I mean, you, he's all right. You, like, we again, know as a group. All right, we got to move on. There's Future. songs that I have of him that I like, but it's not something that I'm going to. We know as a group, we, you know, we all listen to a different, diverse kind of, you know, we listen to a lot of music. It's not just all one thing on our fucking phone. So we all I'm listen to a, a lot of different music. Yeah, for sure. He's just not your cup of tea, just like Tyler's not necessarily always my cup of tea. I have Tyler song, just like you have future song. So, can I call you a Tyler hater since you're calling me a future hater? It's not the same. <laughs> I at least sat down and listened to it, and then I was like, oh, I don't like it. Uh, you're like, I before see. you even listen to it, oh, I don't like it. That's different. I mean, there's some, I get what he's saying, though. There's some artists where I'm like, when people are like, I sat down, I didn't like it. I'm like, how? Like, how do you really listen to something and not pull away like that? This is great. There's even if it's just I like, do just, like, though. like, even like Flower Boy, if the content is not for you and I get like the, the content is it's out there. It Yeah, it takes a little getting used, especially even for Tyler fans. I'll say not especially, but even for Tyler fans, it's mm-hmm. like different. But, but the production, it's and the incredibly quality composed and the, album. Yes, like, yes, and I'll give credit. I mean, but also just. It all depends on what I'm looking for in that specific. Like I'm, I've, I've always said I'm more of a beats and like. And but it, his production is incredible. I know, but it's more of like I like sometimes more fast, upbeat tempos rather than the production could be good. But, but he if it's can like give a, you that. He can, and I'm, I'm not saying he couldn't. Tyler is a, you know, he's a good artist. He's like one of the most diverse. Like he's when a he, great artist. Right. He's like, a great artist. Like, <laughs> like call me if you get lost. Like, is like mixtape trap drums. This is what we're doing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I like some Tyler shit, but it all just depends on where I'm at that day. That's that's what I can <laughs> Igor give Igor is like all breakbeats. Like it's and Playboy Cardi. Like the way he can fuse like I'm going to make songs with like Caliucci's or Estelle yeah. and you know, have Sade and Frank Ocean. But I could also have Playboy Cardi and ASAP Rocky on my album. Yeah. Like he's like Yeah, it's very if, he's it's very di- Kanye like. Yeah, that. when it's diverse and shit, I respect it more because i am like i like different shit like that i don't just like a straight sound through a whole project i like oh okay he tried something with this he tried to reach a different group he, I, I like he went out of his element i like concept bit. albums i do and i don't it all depends like i said on what the concept is like if it's a slow like depressed singy concept i'm not really gonna fuck with that 
Like, I like more upbeat shit that's like... I suggest you go back and listen. I might have to listen to some of Tyler's shit to give you a better opinion. But if I'm doing that, he's got to listen to all of Future's albums. Okay, we'll, we'll do <laughs> One that. by one, Devin. That'll be a video. We'll sit down and we'll do track by track. We'll do... What's the Future album called? I Never Liked You versus... A, we'll pick a, a Tyler album. Fair enough. All right, we could do that. Moving on, though, to you... Oh yeah, yeah. I guess I got to answer for this. <laughs> what is it? What what don't you like about the Jack Harlow album? Because like I, I didn't. I I'm not. This is not fair. I did not listen to the entire album. Fair enough. I haven't either. I was in a play. I was with Ryan mm-hmm. and Jordan, and we played like five or six songs, mm-hmm. and I didn't like any of them. Really? Like from the top of the album, I and he, like Jordan was pointing out like these were done by Pharrell and like you know Timberland, and I just. I didn't care. Like nothing spoke to me. I don't. Maybe it's his voice. Yeah. I just don't like that samey flow. Like trying to be cool all the time. Yeah. I don't I, like any artist who tries to be. cool I mean, all the he time. definitely. You could definitely tell that. I mean, he's. Well, the song with Drake. I know you like he, that one. He's trying. He's definitely felt, right. But like that's the entire same. His voice does not change. He's in feeding. Emotion. It, he's feeding into that. You know, he's feeding into his who he like who he's trying that to Drake, become right he, now. I mean, he's falling into that. He's Drake trying to role, say he is he's that trying, guy. He, well, he's trying to fall into that Drake role. But even like he he's trying to say he's that guy. Even I don't think he's there yet. To take it one step further, I don't think his the inflection in his voice changes. Like I, he sounds very samey on every song, and like nothing. Like what is a verse that like stuck with you? Like had impact. Yeah, I get it. I mean, it's not. There's not really anything that it, that was super hard hitting like that. But and I'm not. The, it was on good. first listen. I can't just be like, "Oh, the production was incredible." It like, was, on first listen, I can't do that. Uh, you have to say something. Yeah, uh, I mean, and I will. I I I agree with that. Like, it it was more of a production thing and the beat selection, like the different types of beats that he had on there, and that he was able to go on and flow. That he was really like saying anything that was gonna like really make an impact or anything like that. Not really, but I felt me. I felt like his his ability to, ability to flow on any type of beat and you know put words together and shit like that. I liked it. I, did I think it was anything great? No. Do I think he's trying to play into that Drake role a lot? Yes. But you but, know, but I, he I, ma- what I will agree with that. And I was thinking about this yesterday. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. He makes music that like my least favorite Drake music. Because there's some Drake records that I absolutely love. Like, you yeah. guys know this. Yeah. But there, when Drake is, like, just making the same song yeah. and being cool and, like, just unrelatable things, like, I'm not into that. Like, yeah. I mean, well, And you, uh, you and Jordan are more into, like, when he's popping his shit and trying yeah. to be cool. And I'm just like... Yeah, I mean, you could definitely tell in the album, though, that he is, you know, he's, he's definitely trying to follow that formula, that Drake formula. And, there, you know, you could hear the influence that Drake has... You know, I don't know how much of it, but you could definitely tell there is a lot of influence, whether it is like directly or indirectly from Drake. I mean, he was the the one of the biggest artists the last. Yeah. Well, Jack Harlow yeah. was coming up. So. so I mean, you could definitely tell that, and but more so now than ever that it seems like he's trying to play into that role and like he's trying to be and trying to guy. get himself into that status, which you know, kudos to him. But yeah, I gotta go listen to the whole album. But as of now, my the only songs that I've enjoyed are the 
the single. I also yeah. I also got a chance to sit shit. down and listen to it on a three hour car ride. So you know there was a different like I was chilling like driving like I got a chance to like I think and sit how down I how it. I first listened to it is not how I enjoy listening to yeah. music. I enjoy like with my headphones on like mm. yeah. Listen. You want to dive into it? Like, yeah. And I and, and I, I just don't think I'm gonna get much out yeah. of it. Like, and you probably won't. But like I said, I was able to sit down in my car for three hours, listen to it, like get you know take mm-hmm. take what I can out of it for a first listen and you know give it a solid opinion on it. Yeah. When I listened to it yesterday on my drive, I listened to it because I knew we were gonna talk about it on the drive over to Narcusi. Yeah. So I mean, I had like I listened to probably more a little bit. I'd say half what, it struck me how short the first six songs were. Yeah, yeah they were like they were like, all they were like a, yeah, or like a minute thirty nine, yeah. minute forty. It's only seventeen songs, fifty one minutes. Yeah, so I had like a I had a thirty five minute does, drive. It does. And what's it called? The last two songs, if you're on Apple Music, are music videos. So you yeah. could take out you know probably another like ten minutes. Yeah. So I you know I listened to <laughs> I listened a to a good twenty. I'd say. I mean, 20 depending how long it. the video, I was just kind of giving it you know just a rough estimate, but. But for me, at least, I will say, like, li- he is a good lyricist. Like, you he could can put words you, together. You could tell, like, that's what he was trying to do. And like you said, yeah, he was flowing on different beats. I mean, there's different songs. He's got a song with freaking Lil Wayne on it. Yeah. He's got a song with. I didn't even get there. Yeah. I saw that he has that. I, I, see, I didn't, I didn't really listen to it in order. I just you know, click shuffle, listen to it. was like, all right, let's see what happens. Ooh. I didn't. Wa- I, I thought I was listening to an order. I but mean, in reality, it didn't I, go in but, order. I mean, as I noticed, I was like, oh. It, I mean, it's an album that you could do that though. If I'm being honest, you could put it on shelf. Like, there's no, there's not really a lot of nuance like, to it. There's the not, same. there's like not a lot of. It's like, not what I want. Yeah. It's not what I want to hear. It's it, yeah. it is kind of a more of a collection of music and kind of showing like his pool and like the type of people that he got on it's features. Like a compilation and, album. A, uh, kind of, yeah, Low-key, a little bit. I mean, there is some type of like. Is there a theme to the album at all? Kind of. There's some. What's the theme? There's some songs. He's that guy. Because I know it says "Come Home, the kids." Yeah, like so, and there is like splashes of that, like throughout the album. Is is that about him? Pretty sure. You know, just kind of come home to Louisville. Yeah, about him, like him. He's been able to go on tour and fucking since COVID and since he's popped and shit like that. Now he's coming, like kind of, kind of like a Drake thing, like kind of like what Views was, but Club Paradise. Yeah, like I, like I said, at least Club Paradise is the best. realization of that song. I think we're, and I mean, I might be wrong because I mean, his stardom, he is getting there. But like, I think this album, he's trying to say he's up here already. And I still see him like around here. But his pool might be that. Because I thought Talk of the Town, the intro, like, I don't even remember it. It doesn't stick out to me. Yeah. Young Harleazy, I thought was. Awful. I thought it was. I thought it was, I thought it was truly like corny. That's the one that Snoop Dogg's on, right? Yeah, I yeah. thought it was truly corny. <laughs> like, I was just like, oh, please end this. <laughs> End my misery. <laughs> the Dua Lipa one I thought was horrendous. Yeah, that one I wasn't. I wasn't too big of a fan. Like, it was like I was like, what are we doing? I love like, the vocab. I like uh, like a blade of grass. I like State Fair. I didn't. I didn't get there. I did not get there. I listened to Little Secret and Movie Star and Side Piece, and I thought all three of those were the same song. I thought they were really. But bad. you can hear that he's trying to fucking like. He's trying to be. Drake. I am sorry that I have. He's trying side to be chicks. Drake, and that's the and that's where I kind of like. Like I get trying, I get trying to follow a formula, and it's obviously. It's but been that's a not what make Drake. That's exactly. not what makes Drake great. Exactly, and it's like you got to fucking do you, bro. Do you? Drake but, has a few of those like big hit records where that's what people look look to him for, like Hotline Bling. But like that's not what makes Drake like, I also, loved by everyone. I also feel like 
just kind of because I've listened to Jack Harlow from like before when he was big and shit like that, like when he was still putting out albums and not really getting a lot of play, like he does kind of have that feel. I feel like it is kind of just naturally how he is. He kind of has that kind of like lover boy type shit, like shit, kind of like a Drake. So it's kind of I feel like it kind of naturally was supposed to happen like that. But no one has the start. Like, I saw people making Mac Miller um, comparisons. Eh, I think that's just because they're white. Yeah. I, he definitely has more of that kind of sly the, lover the, boy type feel to him. Max more of a stoner. Can, yeah. we, can we get yeah. to the worst and comparison? Way, and way more musically inclined. Uh, can yeah. we get to the worst comparison? Yeah, well. People are trying to compare him or saying he's going to be better than M. Yeah, but that's At just, what? At music. That's just people. That's, they were like, he was going to be a better. That's recency bias. That's people it's just. not to, even recency the, bias. That's, that's clickbait. It's just yeah, clickbait. It's clickbait. Horse shit is what it is. When I read that, I was like. None of us are the biggest Eminem fans. And all of us will tell you like. Eminem's no, like <laughs> greater than Jack Harlow will ever be. I don't care if he's fucking making music for the next twenty years. Yeah, this is me taking Eminem bi- is taking bias out of it. Like, I mean, that's yeah, that's me taking bias too. I don't like think where Jack Harlow is. None of us Eminem. are Eminem stands, correct? Eminem's Eminem fans, like stands. Like, oh no, I mean, I'm not gonna say he's the greatest ever. But right, like he's up there for sure, but he's not like I don't know. Eminem is just better, like in, in all aspects of. Yeah. Like, yeah. what are we talking about? Yeah. That's just clickbait. That's yeah. all it is. It, it basically, this was, is what they, whatever whoever posted that like, wanted this. This is what they wanted. Just well, they got it. Damn it! Whoever posted, <laughs> you know what? Jack Harlow's better than Drake. <laughs> whoever posted Boom. it, Jack Harlow's better than Jay Z. Whoever posted it, Jack Harlow's better than Kendrick alert. Lamar. Hot take alert. Where's the button? Better than Michael Jackson. Surprise, Somebody called nine one one. When you said the Kendrick thing, I thought he was gonna for surely get you on that one. The lightning strike inside. I'm not impressed. He's yeah. good, and I feel like he's good for his generation. Do I really think it's like it's gonna? Hit? I think he's a cool guy. I don't even think he's good for his generation. Like I think Little Dirk had a better album. I didn't listen to it. So I, I enjoyed that album a lot more than I, I enjoyed I think what I've heard. You of know, this. I think he's a cool guy, but I think he's a like, cool guy. Yeah, I think he's more of like a. Pop, I think that's what popular, he wanted. I think he's winning more of the, like the popularity contest. But that's than, like, what putting music out is now. Music. Yeah, he'll win like Billboard Music Awards. Yeah. Because he's a, he's a face. That's what I'm saying. I think he's and winning he's got the, the personality contest, but he's, when it comes I mean, to the sound, and when it's and not there for on me. social media too, like all with his, the way that he's linked up with Drewski and shit, and you know he's made a he's made a name oh his of, personality is yeah. hilarious, and that's that, what those videos with him and Drewski, and that's what's gonna get him farther. I can a one, they're so funny, and that's what's gonna get him my, farther in his career is his personality. Where's where's your uh, where would you favorite want? vaccination spot? Because they're trying to get political. Because <laughs> that's vacation, dumbass. That I was like. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I can see myself doing some. Because they're like they that. are so relatable. What I everything that I negative I had to say about Jack Harlow's album, it's not even negative. I didn't listen to the album, yeah. so like, yeah, you just we can't give. Don't a full, criticize me for my non opinion of. Yeah, the we album. can't give you a full opinion because the, se- the second half of the album might be the better than Thriller, and I might come in next week <laughs> and like, be holy like, holy shit, yeah, like I was wrong, guys, but but like him and Drewski, like I love that, like that's where like. This fake tough guy thing is completely gone. Like they can just be themselves, yeah. and they are super funny, super relatable. Like, I mean, even today or yesterday, they had um, at Churchill Downs. Yeah, when they were carrying him across the field because they didn't want to get his fucking that shoes dirty. Bad though. The only white guy getting <laughs> uh, carried across. Yeah, I guess when you look at it, I like was like, that, but, delete uh, this, Jack. Uh, who knows? I didn't see it. But like him that. and Drewski are just funny. are just too funny. Yeah. Drewski looked like a fucking, he had like a whole pink fucking thing on with the short shorts, short shorts and, and the, the cowboy, cowboy boots and the hat. Yeah. Drake is the least funny one in that group. 
You know what I mean? He doesn't need to be. He just needs to show up. And yeah, then. but people look, like like Drake for like, oh, he's the funny guy. Like <laughs> Drake is funny though. Like Drake, but, but he gets Drake is funny. Last in that funny battle between those. Three. But the thing is, Drake is only funny when he's not trying to be funny. I feel like anytime Drake tries to be funny, it's almost cringy. When Drake doesn't try to be funny, he's fucking hilarious. He's like off. He's real life conversation funny. Yeah, like he's he's like just funny. But like when he tries to be funny, it's like Drewski's a real like comedian. Like yeah. what everything Drewski does is that fucking Sunday conversation <laughs> video. Is God damn, <laughs> just two skinny guys and a fat so. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, fat ass. <laughs> that shit was fucking. That was a good one. That was a good interview. Drewski, I can't even see your torso. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> what? When we start giving porcupines guns? <laughs> yeah, because you believe in animal rights. Pete is a big part of my. <laughs> that shit was gold Gold Oh Drewski's funny Any other music that we uh, Bad Bunny also dropped a new Bad album Bunny, No baby. opinion I Didn't, haven't listened to it I listened to it and I Don't know what's going I, on I have, <laughs> No opinion Well I mean, It sounded like good Yeah The opinion I could give off of it Cause I haven't listened to the whole thing yet But I listened to the little five songs that we listened yeah. to just now the, I just like the diversity in it as well Like he switches it up on the beat. He's not necessarily in his depression state. Little like emo shit. Yeah, he's he's on more of like an upbeat. Um, he's got he's got a couple big features on. Well, I would say big. He's got a couple features on he's it. He's the big. He doesn't need. Yeah, he doesn't have. No, he doesn't features. need features. I'm he's just saying. The, he's the artist. That's Tony Dice. That's really the only one. Tony Dice, Jake Cortez. Um, he's got a couple. Huh, but that's. See. I mean, Tony Let's Dice is really the only like OG on there. I mean, he's not even really an OG like that. Yeah, I mean, Jake Cortez. You don't like Jay Cortez? No? Not really. Um, but I mean, I will say this though: Bad Bunny has this, definitely, you know, this. carved out a super oh, lane for himself, and like he owns that lane. And his, I'm interested to it see. It has put him in like the upper echelon of artists as far as like being able to do numbers and party is a good song. He might be able to sell out stadiums. He did. He did that already. Yes, right. Fuck. <laughs> Ryan went. That's right. Party. That was at that was at. Amway. He didn't go to a stadium. Too, yeah, but that he was did, at Amway. But he did sell out stadiums. But he went to. He did that you, back to back days, at? and then he went down to Miami and did it. I was saying, party is a good song too. Oh, oh. Yeah, I'm in, I'm way more interested because I, all transparency, like Bad Bunny's music is not for me. Yeah, okay. it just, I'm but not. Yeah. I'm, I don't speak Spanish. Yeah. I'm never gonna relate to the music. And I have to be able to listen to what you're saying yeah. for me. I mean, for me yeah. to enjoy your music. That being yeah. said, the next stage of his career is what I'm more interested in. Like with him going into being movies now. Like yeah, being a movie star. Him being, he's going toe to toe with Brad Pitt in a new movie. He's going, he's joining Marvel in the MCU. Like that's going to be the more. Yeah, he's been able. That's what I'm saying. Like he's he's elevated the his, the way he's been able able to elevate his stardom is is incredible. and his personality is incredible. Yeah. Like you just see interviews with him and you're just like, oh, I get why people. Good for him. Lovely yeah, he's definitely he's definitely made a made a name for himself, carved out a career. He's in and he drops echelon. albums like all Reece, the time. Yeah, yeah. he's, he puts he's out, consistently for being, working. For being so and they're big, like not short yeah. albums. For no. being such a big they're, artist, he puts out music at a high consistently. rate consistently, and it's not bad music. Like you, I'm right. Get it? You don't production have level. On it, production level. Production level is good. What he's actually, I mean, I don't. You know, I understand Spanish, but I'm not like the biggest Spanish speaker. I'm not listening to everything he's saying. Like, oh, I could relate to that. But he puts out good music. I'll take you guys' word for it. I mean, people seem to love this man. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah. they do. I mean, shit, fucking Ryan loves him. 
The world. Ryan is a huge fan of him. Bad Bunny, baby. That's his doorbell. That yeah, is his doorbell. When you ring the doorbell, that's what that's what it says. It's not a ding dong. It's a Bad Bunny, baby. Well, like, hello. If you don't believe us, go, go ring his doorbell. Go give him a knock. Go check out XL Tint 2. Boom. Cheap plug. Not cheap. For free. Earned. Earned. <laughs> and then back to what we had said a little bit ago. This is in the we're in the weights. Kendrick is coming. Oh, yeah. oh, did you see that thing that Spotify leaked this morning? Nope. They quickly deleted. Nope. It was like I was on Twitter at like two o'clock in the morning, so I saw this that they put up a picture of Kendrick with the thing as Kendrick drops the highly anticipated the, the the heart part five. It was up for like ten minutes before they deleted. Is it. that what the album's called? No, no, no. no. Uh, That's the. Uh, the singles he always puts out before an album, uh, Heart, because Heart Part Four was the the Big Sean diss that he put out right before, and then Humble came out the next day. Oh, so people, so, so this this week, my prediction is of Heart Part Kendrick Five. Lamar never putting out music again is wrong. It seems. It's a double album, by the way. Oh, so he I'm double he, wrong. He announced it <laughs> in the most Kendrick Lamar I'm way. wrong twice. Because I don't know if you guys have been following this gorilla. Bitch, you're wrong. This gorilla marketing <laughs> they've been doing. Have you guys been following like with this the billboards all? and shit like that, and, and the websites yeah. and all that stuff? So I've, been, I've caught like little things. So of it, the Okaglama, OG, Klama, whatever the website is that has all the thing. It's a bunch of folders, and you have to move the folders out of the way. And underneath, like folders, it's a cool like little thing. After you uh, drag them all, you can do it on your phone. There's a black one that says important, but when you click it, it just goes to a dead website, just like all the rest of them do. So I'm assuming eventually that's going to open to a website with either a single or the album. But he put up a picture with a a book called uh the with the album title on it, the Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Yeah. Yeah, Kendrick Lamar put two CDs that said mastered. So it's a double disc and that was yeah. confirmed. And he he definitely does put a lot of work and time into his oh. into his music. Everyone thinks he's art. dropping an album. Drops it is, it is very <laughs> it is very. I'm, like, I'm way more interested into like what he has to say than anybody else. Yeah, like we have not heard from him. Yeah, music he don't really do, but he doesn't really do interviews or steps out like that much either. So like you know you he's hidden. You get you know you get your or his takes through his music. And when we do like hear him, it's like. Something's coming. Yeah. Like we know that there is something in the works. Yeah, for being as big as he is, he is very low key. I'm super excited for the album. I think it'll be album of the year. I mean, every other one is. He's made four of the greatest hip hop albums of all time. So, boom! You heard it here first. Well, I get what what what's the day that it comes out? May thirteenth, Friday. It is May eighth right now. By the time you hear this, it will probably be May twelfth. 10th, 11th. Yeah. Ten, Somewhere around that 10th time. 10th or 11th. But Friday. 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 Maybe we'll do a little fucking... Uh, reaction? BTS fucking reaction type shit. And you'll Maybe on Instagram Live. On the gram live. I don't know. And I don't kind of... I kind of want to listen to the Kendrick album like the way I like to listen. Like, uh, No offense to you guys, but... We're chop liver to Dennis. We're just... But like, he, I mean, he does been like, waiting, though. He does like dense no, concept <laughs> albums. You, like... Yeah. Well, I remember I like turned the lights off in my room and just laid down and listened to, to Pimple Butterfly, like, and damn, like, it's how he, they're very dense. They you are. have to pay attention to them. Like, yeah, you do. They can't just there's, be background noise. They like. are, it is layers, layers to it. It's like an onion. I was just about to say that. <laughs> Onions have layers. Cakes. Everybody loves cakes. <laughs> cakes have layers. 
ogres are not like cakes. We're like onions. <laughs> I don't even know if that was the right accent, but mm-hmm. it's close it's enough. It's close enough. <laughs> People got the I'm point. Not, I'm not a good accent guy, but um, I think that's all we got for you guys uh, this week. As always, everyone love everyone. Everybody love everybody. Sorry. Just leave that there. <laughs> it's, like, it's fair enough. We'll see y'all next week. Deuces. <laughs>